Well, here, now the phone's ringing. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Hi, good morning. Good morning. It's the Prime Minister switchboard calling. Hi, good morning to you. Good morning. I'm reaching 99.9 The Bay. That is that is the correct station, and my name is John. Perfect. I have the Prime Minister on the line for you. Thank you so much. Just a moment, please. Prime Minister, you're on line with John. Good morning. Morning, Mr. Prime Minister. How are you, sir? Very, very well. How are you guys doing in Thunder Bay? We're doing okay. We've got nice weather for your arrival today, by the way. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Now, listen, I understand you have a very busy morning, and I appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to call into this program. We really, really appreciate it. No, no, it's my pleasure, John. It's always great to chat with people at Thunder Bay. Now, listen, uh, it's been a couple of years since you've been here, and um, it, you, you've, you're known now for your town hall meetings and, and the format of these meetings. And so tonight here in Thunder Bay is kind of a special night. What are you hoping to learn tonight, sir? Oh, listen, I'm, I'm really excited about, uh, about the town hall at Lakehead. It's going to be an opportunity to just hear directly from people about uh, the things that are on their minds and talk about uh, some of the things that we're doing. I mean, obviously, we just put forward a budget that is really focused on some very tangible things that are going to make a difference for people, and I, I hope to be able to talk about those things from the, uh, uh, the help we're doing to, uh, to uh, young families who are having trouble getting into the housing market, having trouble buying their first home. We've actually put forward a really innovative thing that is going to help them uh, uh, be able to afford that first down payment and, indeed, uh, have lower mortgage payments. And that's going to make sure that uh, more young families are able to buy their first home. So there's a lot of really tangible things that I uh, look forward to talking to people about to sort of allay their, 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 their concerns about what their future and what their kids' futures look like. It's a great format um, to have these conversations because they're real conversations, and you, and you seem to thrive on those. Well, you know what? Fundamentally, um, you can't represent people. You can't serve people as, as prime minister if you are not listening to them, if you're not connected with them. It's really easy to get isolated in your own little echo chamber. You see a lot of party leaders do that. I spent my entire career, indeed my entire life, uh, crisscrossing the country, meeting with people, talking with people, hearing about their questions about their future and, and responding to them. So this is something that I, I just absolutely love to do, to be able to, to, to connect with Canadians, hear from ones who disagree with me. I'm sure there's some people who come out to uh, uh, point out that they disagree with me, but I think there's lots of other people who just want to be part of, of, of democracy, of, of the kinds of questions and answers that we should be having all the time in our politics and uh, and just don't have often enough. Um, Don Rusnak, uh, who is uh, our MP for Thunder Bay, is not seeking re-election in, the, in his writing this year. I've known Don for many years. He's an honorable guy, represented the North with some great dignity and class, and really understand, uh, understands some of the struggles up here. What kind of candidate are you hoping for to come out of this area? What kind of represent, representation do you think we need here? Well, first of all, uh, replacing Don is not going to be easy. I mean, he's been such a strong voice uh, for the area. He's been uh, a real leader within our Indigenous caucus, and he's really uh, pushed us forward on reconciliation. So uh, I'm uh, I'm sorry to see him take the decision he did, but uh, I'm the first one to understand how important family is and uh, getting that balance right. So I have uh, a huge amount of respect for uh, for him and for his decision. And he's uh, still working hard uh, as we uh, as we approach the next election, obviously, uh, to represent folks. Um, but 
I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a great voice from, uh, from the region who will be a strong voice for the community in Ottawa. Uh, there's, there's lots of great people in Thunder Bay who I know are interested in stepping up. It'll be uh, tough to fill Don's uh, big shoes, but I know uh, there's, uh, there's lots of great voices in, in Thunder Bay that we're, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to connecting with. Absolutely. Now, listen, when we announced yesterday that you were coming on this show, um, our text line, our messaging, everything completely blew up. It was a little on the <laughs> overwhelming side, especially because I was on I was on one end of that at the same time because we had you on the show. Uh, mm. Listen, you've got six million followers alone on Facebook. Uh, me just trying to manage our Facebook and my own Facebook accounts and text <laughs> messages yesterday was a nightmare. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of interesting, there's a lot of interesting debates that end up on social media and there's also Mm -hmm. a lot of garbage too, sir. How do you manage this stuff? How do you get through all of this? Well, I think we have to remember that, that you know, social media is a, a new space, relatively new space for conversations. I mean, you know, conversations between you know, strangers at a bar or in a coffee shop or uh, uh, in, the, in, a, in, a, in a supermarket, um, you know, follow certain rules that we've always had. I mean, people don't go around saying terrible things at each other and getting punched in the nose all the time. I mean, this, we have a, a, a level of civility, even when people disagree or, or, or dislike each other, uh, in our real lives that hasn't yet been figured out how to do in on the uh, on the online sphere uh, we have people hiding behind anonymity people saying terrible hateful things that they'd never say in real life uh, and unfortunately that has a real impact on emboldening people who are uh, in, intolerant or violent or racist and that's something that we have to really really be strong on so uh, what we did following the terrible attacks uh, in, uh, in, well, in, in Saint-Foy two years ago and also uh, recently in New Zealand, uh, is really call out the fact that we, can't, we cannot simply think that there are no consequences for uh, hate speech online and for incitation to, uh, to violence. We need to be very, very strong as a community, as a society, as a country, and as a world on uh, pushing back when things cross lines. And I think that's something we're all having a responsible discussion on because, you know, in Canada, there's lots of people with different different opinions, and that's fine. Uh, but when it crosses the line into violence or into encouraging to violence and hate, uh, we have to say, you know what, that's not all right. And that's, uh, that's what I've done unequivocally, and I certainly hope more people start doing that as well. Amen to that. All right, listen, can we can we get past the uh, the heavy questions now and, and have some fun ones? Are you all right <laughs> with course. that? Are you of sh- course. Are you, are you sure? Because that's the kind of show this is, just so you know. Yeah. All right, <laughs> now, Mr. Prime Minister, hypothetically, uh-huh. Say you were to hypothetically, like maybe sneak a chocolate bar into a movie theater, <laughs> or anywhere else for that matter. Hypothetically, uh-huh. uh, what kind of uh, chocolate bar would that be? You know what? Uh, I I uh, am not a big eater of chocolate bars in Sweden. My wife sort of raised an eyebrow at me when that happened. Um, the fact is, I had found an old chocolate bar. I think it was a Snickers bar that had been in my in my desk drawer for like three years, and it had, it had even started to turn, right? I mean, you could sort of feel that the milk and the milk chocolate was starting oh, to go because it was so old. But I was 
I hadn't I hadn't I had a small lunch and I was on the way in for I know with a marathon voting session <laughs> so I just just grabbed it and sort of sneaked a couple of bites and it wasn't even that good and I, I was just like oh god it wasn't, so it wasn't even worth it it wasn't even worth it yeah it was it was it was okay I I needed a little energy rest but uh, yeah it, it also sort of indicates that uh, that this was all a bit of silliness yeah this is, these are the kinds of things that the conservatives are outraged about my God we just put forward a budget that invests massively in people and Canadians and they don't even want to talk about the economy so anyway it's, it was it's, it was interesting it was a, it was a strange a- angle and and by the way who puts <laughs> mustard on a bagel nobody nobody does that all right uh, next topic it's an important one it's your socks I have to ask what's the deal with the socks and and have you planned at all? A certain variety of socks for tonight's town hall. Is there something that we can expect from the socks? And more importantly, who picks them? Uh, I, I well, actually, over the past few years, people have been sending me socks uh, <laughs> and delivering me socks because it's 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 an easy gift, and and everyone has some cause they want to promote and some bright colors they want to... I, quite frankly, I just resisted the idea of always having to wear suits and ties and, you know, you're, you're sort of limited to what you can wear as a wardrobe as a, as Prime Minister and for me, uh, you know, wearing colorful socks was a way of sort of expressing that uh, that I, uh, I'm i not uh, totally a suit and tie kind of guy. Uh, tonight, I think I'm disappointed uh, with the socks. They're just sort of uh, you know, stripy blue ones that, uh, that aren't particularly uh, uh, fancy because I'm sort of wearing... Uh, Wearing, uh, wearing sort of boots. Uh, oh. it's, uh, still a little springy. That's today. a little. I, I'm not going to lie. Come out for the socks are going to be disappointing. Yeah, I was just going to say that's a little disappointing. All but right. you know what? Come out for the exercise in democracy. You know, it's important that people uh, be able to ask questions of their leaders at uh, at Lakehead tonight. All right, this uh, radio station, Mr. Prime Minister, plays uh, music from uh, you and I are around the same age. Uh, uh, we're we're dads that probably. Uh, make our children listen to music that we listen to if i was to if i was to get past the rcmp and steal your ipod today what's the what's the music that's on there right now um, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've rediscovered Dire Straits and Mark Knopfler wow. really getting into a lot of, uh, a lot of some classic, uh, classic guitar stuff that he's done. Um, I, recently I've been totally hooked on this, uh, great, uh, great band out of Calgary called Ruben in the Dark. Uh, they had a, a great album a couple of years ago and they just put out a new album last year, uh, that I have been listening to on repeat while I cross country ski, like while I travel. Uh, so, uh, I check out Ruben in the Dark and their new, uh, New, uh, new album, Arms of a Dream. They're a great, uh, great touring Canadian band that I, I adore. Uh, probably a good, a good share of the Tragically Hip on there, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of hip on my iPod. Well, you need that, right? It's part of being Canadian. Indeed. All right. Speaking of Canadian, we're running out of time. We're going to have real quick questions. Do you think the Canadians are making the playoffs this year? Oh, absolutely! This, oh, come on! You know the, the Canadians <laughs> were the last. The Habs were the last to win the Stanley Cup uh, as a Canadian team. They will be the next uh, the Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. You think so? So you're you're not pulling for the Leafs at all. You're the Prime uh, Minister, sir. If the Leafs win the Cup, you have to still be happy for them. Oh, I, I will absolutely be happy, uh, but I won't be as happy as if my team, the Montreal Canadiens, won the Cup. Well, you're allowed to have a team, I guess. Uh, you know, that's that's the thing. People don't like politicians who, well, what town am I in? Yes, go local team. No, <laughs> I'm a Habs fan. I'm a Habs fan, and and uh, I I. I pleased, I guess, in a sort of way that the Leafs are doing well, because uh, it's been so long since they've done well, but uh, I, I, uh, I will stay in my, uh, in my loyalty. You see, you could have you went through that sentence without that little dig, eh? You could have <laughs> got past that. Uh, listen, uh, Mister. Leafs fans are used to disappointment. Oh, ouch! Yeah, There's yeah. two now. Yeah, we are. We and we're doing all right. 
<laughs> uh, listen, Mr. Prime Minister, this has been, uh, I've been doing this for a very, very long time, and this has been a true honor for me to speak to you and to have you on this program today. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time to, to chat with us. And I'm really, really looking forward to tonight. I think it's going to be a great night and a great event. And listen, if when it's all said and done, if you've got some spare time and you want to grab a pizza after, you just let me know. Yeah, I'd love that, John. Thank you so much. I think I might be a little pooped. We just yep. had a, a marathon voting session in the House. It's been a bit of a long week for you. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Mr. Prime Thanks Minister, so thank you so much for your time. Safe travels to you, sir. Cheers, John. Bye.